live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 8th, 2018. Always 8. It's amazing. It's always 8. Uh, to hit the internet's on August 9th. Always 9. Always with the hands. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, yes, I'm doing a second podcast. That's right. A second podcast of the week. This is unprecedented. Well, not unprecedented. It just it's, it doesn't happen all the time. If you're looking for the first podcast and all the other ones, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, maybe YouTube, uh, Podbean. And you can follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13, at RedTicketBlues. So here I am. And why do I do this? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because I love you. I'm also doing it because I got so much, so much hilarity, so many takes, so many, so many just, so much knowledge that you need to consume, digest, and do whatever you do afterwards with that I don't want to leave it till, uh, you know, next week. And, and also in today's time frame range, you know, probably some of the things I'll talk about be, be ice cold by then. So I figure, why not? I'm not doing anything. Give me 30 minutes. I will give you, not the world, but slight interpretations of reality, you know, rotating around my world. Good enough, right? So, uh, yeah, I got a few things to talk about. Just a few. Just a few. I always say, oh, this will be on the shorter end of the podcast. Usually at least, at least, bare minimum. Offline mode. What the fuck is it? Okay, there we go. 35 minutes at least, right? So I'm drinking right now. We got Bike Dog Brewing. Velodrome Double IPA. That's a uh, that's an eight point four alcohol percent. Bike Dog Brewing, which is a uh, West Sacramento brewery, which takes uh, everyone loves dogs. And everyone loves bikes in California. I- I've still not gotten used to the whole bike thing because I feel like most people ride bikes here just to say they ride bikes. Not like oh, I ride a like it's New York City. Like I ride a bike because I can't afford a car and I don't want to take the subway and I need a bike to get places because it's quicker. Here it's like, look at me, I'm on my bike. Ha 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 ha. Oh, give me a first place ribbon for how wonderful my, my, my cruiser looks. I just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a cult like thing. Everyone rides a bike, 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 put your bike on your car to then ride your bike to other places. It's stupid and I hate it and it's dumb. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, but this, uh, this is a decent brewery though. And, uh, this is, I like this beer. This is good. I'm going to have to, I'm going to give it a 4.0 on uh, untapped app, which Again, all those badges and everything, they mean nothing. Uh, I hope uh, whoever's doing the eulogy at my funeral will mention all my badges there. And the badges I get for my Fitbit, too. Because is there anything like those those instruments to give you a false sense of purpose of anything? To give you fake badges that mean nothing? Like, what do you even do? They're, they're internet badges. It's not like you put them up in your wall like they're diplomas. Ridiculous. Anyways. So you got a few topics to talk about. And I guess why bury the lead? And I, I briefly mentioned this subject. Uh, well, you know, first I'll say we're coming to you live. From, uh, from Northern California, where it is still smoky, but I'm starting to see some uh, some remnants of blue sky. And I, f- I don't think I mentioned this last week. I may have. If I did, I apologize. I really don't apologize at all. Really don't apologize that all. That was not even English. So I think my wife mentioned to me, you know, it's kind of smoky at Tahoe. I don't know why we're going there to go take a hike, because that's what we do. We take hikes, all right? And I know some of you are jealous. You know, I- I've heard comments from people who mention any names. Great Simon Yonkers. I'm just jealous you can't hike with me. You can't hike with this. Back the fuck up. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to say it nicely. I'm going to say it very politely. Back the fuck up. All right? But, I, but I, I'm pretty sure she said she mentioned this to me, and I'm not calling her a liar. I would definitely throw that more on myself. But as we're like getting closer to uh, Tahoe, I just say, yeah, this isn't going to work out. This uh, this looks like one of those those movies where like civilization is <laughs> on the brink and it's just like huge huge trees with just like smoke everywhere. So uh, it is getting better. I mean, there still is ash 
in certain areas. Like I was looking at like some, I was just looking at someone's random garden today. <laughs> I was going to say, I was looking at some garden, which I mean, it was somebody's garden. I was taking a walk at work and there was ash all over it. I mean, it was, uh, it's, it's something. And you know, it's funny. I'm sitting here complaining about, Ooh, ash and Ooh, the ashes, the, the, the smoke is blocking out the sun and it's hard for me to walk. And you know, and I can't go hike. There are people like burning and dying and everything they have is going everywhere. I mean, it's, Put in perspective, Brian. You know, we have our president. Let's let's talk politics, huh? Donald Trump, he said something about the, the water in California not being dispersed correctly. That's why there's so many wildfires. That's one of those things where I don't know the answer to that. So I'm just going to assume Trump is talking out of his ass because he does a lot. But like, I have no idea if that's correct or not. Because also they showed us the Tahoe. They have Dianne Feinstein who's 100 years old and some other. And then a Republican saying, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. So, but let's not bury the lead here. Enough, enough, enough of the Northern California wildfires. I'm sure no one cares Back east, the people listening to this, but excuse me. Uh, so, you know, I briefly mentioned this last week uh, because at the time I recorded the podcast, the shit had not hit the fan yet. Like, remember how the shit literally hit the fan in the airplane? Disgusting. Let's get some pictures, boys. So what happened was, you know, what's his name? Michael K. There we go. Jesus, what the hell happened there? Michael K., voice of the New York Yankees, he... He called into his own show, which is very Francesa-like, by the way. When you're out, when you're out on vacation, you call into your own show, and then they throw up the graphic on the phone. Michael K of the Michael K Show, Mike Francesa, the Mike Francesa Show. So he called to talk about you know the injuries. I guess I don't know. He, he for whatever reason I don't listen to that show because I because I have a brain, but I don't know why he called in. What what he felt the necessity to do that? Maybe because Francesa's out on the summer of love. He Joe Beningo always calls it the summer of love. God, what is Joe Beningo's interpretation of the summer of love? Oh God, oh boy. Watch out. A lot of propositions. And I don't mean things you vote on. <laughs> All right. I'll be there uh, Saturday nights, Friday nights, Saturday nights, two shows, by the way. Um, so he criticized Clint Frazier and Jacoby Ellsbury for uh, getting injured and not playing. And it did not sound very good. You know, Kay backtracked a lot. And, yeah, he wouldn't do the actual apology. Yada, yada, yada. So, actually, before we get into all, the, all into this, you know, I'm con- I'm surprised this didn't get a little more attention. This is what I unearthed some other audio of Michael Kay and his comments. Luke Boyd and Shane Robinson in important games. You know, shame on the Yankees for not having the depth. But again, shame on guys like um, uh, Lou Gehrig. Un- unbelievable. That is so pissed. Oh, shut up! Shut. Uh, how 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 could he do that? The Iron Horse, the guy Lou Gehrig died of Lou Gehrig's disease. And you think it's funny calling into your own show to say that? What a monster. Ugh. I just don't know where the voice of the Yankees, where his head is at, where he's saying something. I, I oh. Today, no, no. Stop. I, I, I turn it off. I can't. Michael K has sullied your name, Iron Horse. I can't do it. I can't do it. But anyways, uh, so, you know, he, he rips Clint Frazier. And again, no one even cared that Jacoby Ellsbury was on that rip. Uh, by the way, Jacoby Ellsbury out with a torn whatever out for another six months. It's amazing. It, how wonderful would it be? It won't happen because the Red Sox are too good. But how great would it be if the Yankees won the World Series where that albatross did not play one single solitary game? That would be an amazing feat. Actually, it wouldn't be an amazing feat. It'd be more amazing if he was actually in the lineup and they won in spite of him. I guess that, that would probably make more sense. But let me see. Let, let's just read the last Clint Frazier tweet. As, as This is obviously old already anyways. Um, let's see. Hey, 
Real Michael K. Facetious or not, I don't appreciate what you said today. I'm doing everything I can to stay healthy so I can play symptom-free. So steer clear of publicly calling me out for when we haven't even had one combo about my concussion this year. Hashtag shame on you, bro. All that is good except for the shame on me, bro. It just stop, stop, stop with the broing. I would check Michael K's uh, timeline here, but I am blocked. So I'm going to have to go to the Red Ticket Blues account, which follow me on Red Ticket Blues. I don't tweet as much, and I know hey, – listen, I'm very frugal with my with my follow account on uh, Brian Buck 13 So I understand if you don't follow uh, the Red Ticket Blues account. I really do. Like, But I, I'd still like, still like you to do it because it makes me look good. It makes me, makes me look more legit. And all those people getting T-shirts that I that I kindly send out to everyone, and, and I love it. You just just retweet it, and that's great. Sansat got one. I saw Corey, Corey, my man, I, I, Corey got one, and uh, more will get them. So I appreciate that. I appreciate uh, appreciate everyone doing that. I really do. Uh, what was I doing? Uh, I'm sitting there appreciating myself. It, that did not sound good at all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Clint, I would never question someone's injury. Never. In fact, I've gone out of my way to say how I felt for you this year and how badly I know you want you to, I want you to play. It is beyond my comprehension that you would think that I would minimize that you were going through. The next time I make light of someone's injury will be the first time I should have said that, how unfortunate you and Ellsbury's injuries are. That's a lie. It came out in a clumsy way. If you took it the wrong way, I apologize, which is a, oh, that is the key, that is the hallmark of a liar who does not really sorry. I apologize if you, if you took it the wrong way. Oh, shut up. I apologize and look forward to speaking with you personally. Oh, one more thing, Clint Frazier. I just did something I hate by apologizing if you took it the wrong way. Ooh, I guess someone listens to the red. No, that doesn't make any sense. No, that puts the onus on you. It should be on me for saying something that came out the wrong way. I apologize for my clumsy delivery. My bad. So here's the thing. You know, Michael K., it took him that long to do all that. He waited hours and hours. I think he waited the next day to respond to Clint Frazier and then did two tweets and then said, oh, whoops. Like, here's the thing. Like, if that were Mike Francesa, I expect him to be an asshole and not, like, apologize or go a roundabout way of actually doing what he's supposed to do. Like, that that's the temperament and personality of Mike Francesa. For as much as a whiny little baby Michael K is, you know, I... I I don't know. I, I I feel like he would have the the cojones to just apologize. When you stick, you know, when you walk into shit, here's the thing. You, you own up and say, I walked into shit. You don't say, well, the shit, I didn't see the shit. You know, I, I, I didn't see the shit. Or, oh, the shit just jumped out of nowhere. Or, I only stepped in the shit a little bit. You walked in the shit. Admit you stepped in the shit. That, that's, that's the way I, that's the way I look at life. Okay. I stepped in the shit. Okay. 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 Very, very, very odd. And we have still haven't heard from uh, Mr. Michael K. I, I don't know. Did he call into his own show again? We have not. I wonder if he'll make that like a public address and make it all about him next time he's on the telecast. Because I know right now it's Kenny Singleton and Ryan Rucco out there in Chicago. Which how about how great was that heckler last night on uh, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Tuesday night? Just shitting on every Yankee. I, I loved that. That was the only good part of it going 13 innings. Because other than that, it was pretty boring. But I'll tell you, living on the West Coast, 13 innings ain't like it is on the East Coast. I'm still going. You know, it's 8:30. I'm like, oh my god, I'm still watching this fucking game. I'm like, oh my god. How long is this going to go on? 9 o'clock? 9.30? Oh, man. Wow. All right. Yeah. So that's that. So if Michael K., I mean, you got questions for me, you come at me, Michael K., because I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm not going to let you talk to Clint Frazier, someone I don't really like anyways, which I don't even mind him. I mean, I think he just, he came with so much hype. And, and, and he's, he's one of those guys like Greg Bird where everyone just like latches onto and they're like, yes, yes, Red Thunder. And, you know, he didn't really do anything. He didn't bring that cockiness up here yet. Maybe that's because he hasn't really produced anything and he's gotten the, sh the shit out of the stick like stepping on the shit and the shit end of the stick he really has so 
in, in terms of playing time, I should say. But, but Sonny Gray stepping up big last night. Hey, give the man due. Give the man due. Give the man his due. And due as well. And uh, Stanton hit a home run. hit a grand slam tonight. So, hey, maybe the season's not over yet. I'm, I am I am becoming what I eat. I, I am I, I am becoming everything I criticize. Oh, you're going to play the game? You're going to play the whole season one game at a time, Brian? Maybe. It doesn't matter anyways. It's all about the war. The Red Sox continue to just roll and roll and roll and roll. It's not even fair anymore. I'm almost hoping that they become like the Seattle Mariners of what, 1997? Where they, they still have the greatest regular season record ever, right? There's just still there's the, the, the 98 Yankees. I forget who, because I know the Mariners had, and then they lost in the first round to to the Mariners. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Brian. Wow, I'm really fucking proud of yourself. There you go. All right. So that's that. I mean, we don't have a ton of updates from the Yankees. Oh, huge update. Huge update. So I purchased my tickets. I'm going on Labor Day, and I will be in the building at uh, Oakland, uh, whatever, Ricky Henderson Field at O.2.com, Oakland Coliseum. And I don't have great seats. Because I wanted him in the shade. Because I went last year, and holy shit, I think my thighs, not my thighs, my my under thighs, my under thighs, my calves are still burning. Like, that was so bad, being in the heat there. I also did go in, like, like July, I think. Right? July? August? We go into September 3rd, so maybe it's a little better, but I will not sit in the sun there anymore. So I got specifically shaded seats. Because I throw so much shade. Get it? Uh... So that should be fun. That should be fun. That's going to be a great week, by the way, because Bill Burr is also in Sacramento. And I will be going to that show. I haven't bought the tickets yet, but I will be going. And I know he meets people after the show. And I will meet him. And I will ask him on the Red Ticket Blues podcast. If you think I'm fucking around, I will. Now, do I think he'll come on? Absolutely not. I think he will never come on. And he will never mention the podcast. And he will laugh at when I give him my Red Ticket Blues business card. Yes, I have business cards. They're very cheap. Screw. Okay? Stop your laughing. Screw. I've given them to Mike Francesa. Two occasions. One, he said, yeah, 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 I'll think about it. Left as he took my card. Probably threw it in the garbage on the way out. And then I saw him again at Mohegan Sun. And I said, hey, here. He goes, no, I'm not coming on. So there you go. I have no problem telling people that because who am I embarrassing? A bunch of people that I don't know in front of me as, as someone says, no, I'm not coming on your podcast. I don't give a shit. But Bill Burr comes on this podcast. I'll say I called it. Like his friend Joe Verzi. Um, so that's that. Uh, let's move on here. Let's move on from the, the one team that I only give a shit about in baseball and barely speak about any of, this is why this podcast will never take off nationally for sure. Well, we can, we can talk about the Royals. I mean, the pirates are making strides. Yeah. I talk about the Yankees. I talk about how much I, it's my favorite team and how much I hate them. I mean, that, that's, that's the theme of the podcast. You want to go on sports radio and, and break down, you know, did he, should he use the DH in the sixth inning? Do you think it was right that he bunted in that situation? Not going to happen here. All right. Not going to happen. Joe Pro Sports Dork, fuck them. I don't care. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, that velodrome is hitting hard. All right, so let's move on to another subject. Well, that one's done. So, all right, we got the Laguanita, the, the old standby. I feel like I'm going to be that old man that just has, you look in there and they're garbage, they're recyclables, and. Well, we're in California, so there's like 18 different recyclables. But they look and you see the same can over and over again. It's like, man knows what he likes. Uh, yeah. Like, my father listened to this a little bush light to, uh, to wet the whistle. A little of the sauce. A little of the demon, right? Lagunita is something easy ale. Uh, which, so it's $2 at the gas station. What do you want me to say? 
Anyways, so let's jump into this. We have two uh, somewhat political things, and you know, I'll try to put my my funny spin on it. Uh, so there's special elections going on in Ohio, and I guess other states too. And and this is where I I, I really struggle with this stuff because I know I could go to Google or whatever search engine is your your preference and look up what these things mean and. And, 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 you know, get a better understanding to be, you know, more educated about it on the podcast. But I figure, I think people probably like listening to my idiocy and the fact that I'm completely uninformed about stuff. And I will just put my own bullshit spin on it. So these special elections, which, you know, Trump's got a heart on about, which I get it. He's the president. Um, he is the president. That's it's still it's 2018 and Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump, that that same guy. Yeah, he, he he shaved Vince McMahon's head in the ring it's, at, at WrestleMania. Yeah, that guy. That guy who gave Macaulay Culkin directions in the Waldorf story in Home Alone 2. That guy's the fucking president. Yes, yes, and he's great, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, I hate him. He's the worst. He's the Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw both. Yeah, don't care. But he was all about this. So this is what I was always told. And I know I'm going to sound so dumb and so ignorant in this. I thought elections were in November. <laughs> like, w- w- did like a, somebody die or they moved to a different position? Like, I don't understand what these special elections are all about. And I guess they have some standing over everything. I, I, I just don't understand. Like, it probably, I mean, this is probably a reflection on my, my high school days and education in the sense that I barely did a thing in high school, barely did any homework or studied, and I got high C's. My mother always said, and she might be listening to this, you didn't apply yourself. You didn't apply yourself. Well, you know, maybe that's the situation here. If I took the, uh, you know, the, 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 the first step in actually doing the homework here and finding out what it all actually means, I, I, I guess I would be able to help. But I see everyone into it. Everyone, oh, you got you to, first of all, when there are local elections like this, what, what do you want me to do? I, I, do you want me to give money? to somebody in another state that I have, I mean, it's so, and, and, and here's the other thing. I mean, you bring in the clowns, send in the clowns. Like Krusty says, you know, you have John legend and Chrissy Teigen, two people that are vomitous. I don't know who's worse. What, what duo, which, which couple is worse? Let's put this up as a poll question. Which couple is worse? And I want you to tweet this at me. All right. Selection a Chrissy Teigen and John legend selection B Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez. They both make me want to just dry heave over and over again in in front of children. Like that's, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the visual. Think of the visual. Think of the visual. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, think of it. And you have them telling me, listen, get out there and vote. You got to help. This really helps democracy and everything's on the line. And uh, yeah, okay. uh, I'm not an Ohio resident. How... What can I do other than sit there on Twitter and update my feed with the rest of you idiots? It's ne- it's never made any sense to me. I, I, I but again, uh, I'm not I'm not the smartest when it comes to this. You didn't apply yours. Okay, I, I didn't search for things. I didn't click on links. I didn't educate myself on it. How funny would it? Be? How listen? How and this might not be interesting either. But how interesting would it be if like, well, so you saw the Ohio elections, and obviously, no, everyone knows what that means. When you have an election there in the middle of August, and it's a uh, special election, I mean, you'd be like, oh god, what is this? Fucking Chuck Todd? Like, what is this? Stop, stop. 
so that's that. But then I saw, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's been settled yet. I saw Trump declare victory in Ohio, and then they said it was too close to call. Um, and that, that sounds about right, though. It's like, it's probably somewhere in the middle. And I, you know, I, I, <laughs> it's Trump bluster. I don't think Trump can go in there and just say it's too close to call. Because I, Donald Trump has an ability that, to be wrong, he just doesn't care. So he's like a lot of people in like the media trying to get the scoop. Throw the shit against the wall, and if you're right and you're the first one to say it, guess what? You look pretty damn good. And if you're wrong, eh, well, whatever. No one's keeping standings. Unless you're Ken Rosenthal, Buster Olney, and Craig Halcaterra lecturing people on Twitter. You know, the, the, whole, the whole deal. Jesse, I was going to say Jesse Slater. No, that that would be if if that would be if Jesse married AC Slater, or no, no, there's a football player, right? Jesse Slater played for the Rams. I was thinking Jesse Specter, that goblin, that 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 George Washington tooth looking Al Troutwig loser. Yeah, come at me, bro. I don't care. <laughs> Any day of the week doesn't matter. He's he's got me muted because I will say things to him and he doesn't say anything and he doesn't block me either. So I think he's afraid. Listen, there's a lot of people on Twitter that are afraid of me. I get it. I get it. Uh, so I guess leading off of that, people just saying things, there's, there's also something that I disagree with. And the person is a lunatic and that's Alex Jones. Now you see a lot of people applauding the idea that I guess Facebook and, uh, YouTube and other social media, whatever have banned Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones is a complete psychopath. And well, here's the thing. I don't even know if he's a psychopath. I almost feel like he's the greatest troll of all time. And I don't mean great in a sense. I think he's disgusting what he says. Don't get me wrong. And not like, I'm like, oh yes, I love when he pisses people off. I mean, the guy says that Sandy Hook was a, was a, was a hoax. He continues to say this. He's being sued by the families of the, the victims there at Sandy, Sandy Hook. I mean, he just says de- deplorable, disgusting things. And he's a bad guy. At least his character is. So, but he has an enormous following because there's so many stupid people out there. So what these places have done, I guess Twitter has not banned him in the sense because they have not, he, they say he has not violated their, violated their guidelines. I'm uh, and I've always said this and listen, I'll, I'll pull up the, pull up the belt and I say, I'm a big free speech guy. Uh, Ashley, Brian, free speech doesn't apply to that. This is what, this is a Twitter. You gotta love Twitter with this. Actually, free speech protects you against your speech against the government. Learn up on the definition because that's not exactly what it means. Ooh, yes, this time's a thousand. Say it louder for the people in the back. Fuck you. I like the fact that you can say what you want is what I mean. Maybe it doesn't apply to the first amendment, so to speak, but for these things, so people say things that you don't like and then you ban them. Now, people say, well, Brian, there's a fine line between hate speech. And I understand that. I really do. But, you know, most people think Alex Jones is insane. And I would agree. All right. And I don't think uh, I would uh, co-sign anything he says. I think people are upset more so that he has a large following. So you're now penalizing Alex Jones because the world has gotten dumber. I guess. And I don't mean to sit. I mean, I, I really don't want to give off the vibe that I'm stumping for Alex Jones because the guy is puke. He's nothing. He's vermin. He's vomit. He, he's, he's bad. And again, even if it is a character or he is trolling, he is despicable spit on the, on the ground. That's what he is. But he is, you got rid of him because he has a large following and people believe his dumb stuff. Okay, fine. You, you want to go that route? Let's say when it's something you like and something you believe in and somebody bans that. Oh, I'm high and mighty. Everything I say is wonderful. I'm just, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here again. Okay. Brian, you don't like him. You don't have to, you don't have to state your case. We get it. 
I don't know. I just, I just didn't like that. And, I, and then you see the comments and people saying, oh, Twitter really dropped the ball here and not banning Alex Jones. And Sorry if everyone doesn't just join the crowd in two seconds. I mean, I know that's the social media way. Oh, that's happening? Hey, excuse me. Uh, I'm out of here. I got I to gotta go join the crowd. It's like a crowd in The Simpsons. You know, there's something happens and all of a sudden the entire town is there with pitchforks and torches and they're ready there and they assemble in three seconds. Like, that's what Twitter is. That's what social media is. And people just do it willy-nilly, and they don't even fucking realize what they're doing. Then I see there's this other, uh, QAnon, QAnon, where people, <laughs> they're, they're, I guess they're, I mean, maybe I shouldn't laugh. I mean, they're, they're becoming kind of large, too. People that just believe these insane conspiracies with no information. Which, by the way, people have been doing since the beginning of time. Just like, you know, I... That Moses came down from fucking Mount Sinai after what meeting God and he had Ten Commandments we all have to live by. Oh, that that seems kosher. Yeah, I believe that. But I mean, QAnon makes up these these like Hillary Clinton's like well invested in like child prostitution and like the sex slave industry with no 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 actual proof, but people are buying it. I mean, I guess it is a little more dangerous with the internet. We created the internet. It's here. You can't go back. It's it's done. Like we're only moving forward here. You can't take the internet away. You just got to learn to deal with it. You don't need to educate people. Apply yourself, Brian. You need to apply yourself and educate yourself. I don't believe, listen, people will send me things and they'll go, look at this. And I'll go, all right, well, let me click on this. Well, I've never heard of that publication. And there's, okay, there's another source here. Let me click on that. Well, there's nothing really there. Oh, well, there's this other link at the bottom. And then you get it. And it's like 17 layers removed from the headline of the first thing you clicked on. You just got to be smart about it, man. If you really want to spout those things, and it goes for the left, it goes for the right, it goes for the center, it goes for the me. Me? That's it. All right. No, enough of that. I probably lost half the audience here. People are like, you know what? I like that Red Ticket Blues podcast. Boy, he just cannot, he, he can really kill a topic, huh? Holy shit. Let's get to a funnier one. We're all laughing, everyone, huh? <laughs> okay. So the NFL, obviously, we're already ripe with anthem protests. Because, I mean, geez, just put a bullet in my head. I, I don't care anymore. I'm at the point right now, listen, if the NFL were smart, you know what they do? And you might lose some people for the first few weeks in the sense that the, the people that are offended by people kneeling, you let people kneel, no one will care by week three or four. It will, people will stop kneeling just like they did at the end of last season. That's what will happen. I'm telling you. I, I, you know what? I've gotten to the point now where it's been beaten into my head so much that I don't, I, if people want to kneel, I'm all for it. I don't even care anymore. Like, that's the thing. I, I, what I've always said is I'd rather people kneel. I mean, I'd rather people stand, but I don't really care. And, and I, I guess I'll just stick with that one. So we're ripe with that. And there, the Giants are working on a contract negotiation with Odell Beckham, which that is a uh, double-edged sword. I will tell you that very, very clearly. He is a generational talent. But that brain, man, ooh, that brain. I know, everyone's got their ODB. Oh, 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 that's slander. That's another thing. Can, can, uh, can, can Twitter start to tell us the definition of slander? Because a lot of people are using it incorrectly on Twitter for, for fucking Twitter points. Did I say Twitter enough in that? I mean, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Um, but anyways, get to, get to the goddamn point, Brian. So, did you see that the... Oh, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have a phone call, actually. Ah, nice. So let's uh, welcome to the show our friend here. 
Uh, we'll, we'll get to the NFL point in a second. Let's welcome to the show our little friend here, uh, Mr. Michael K. Hello, Michael. How you doing? Michael, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I know you really haven't been out there other than Twitter. How are you? I got a steaming hot dominoes on my chest. <laughs> That's an extremely odd statement, but I think we can move on. First, have you ever listened to the Red Ticket Blues podcast? I mean, I'm sorry, but my name should not be connected with your name in any way, shape, or form. But the fact that I've been chosen for this will be something that I will cherish for the rest of my well, life. Unfortunately, Just to- I'm not really sure what you heard because there is no award. You're not being honored whatsoever. Uh, but, uh Yeah. There's no war. Sorry. But before we get to Clint Frazier, let's hear a clip of you talking about the U.S. military. We have focused our declaration of jihad on striking at the U.S. soldiers inside Arabia, the country of the two holy places, Mecca and Medina. Any comments to that? Honestly, any comments? Because that's that's kind of damning. And you could say you can't force a guy to tell you the truth. Whatever the case may be. You're right. Why, but, why even get into it? You're right. Moving on. Do you regret the Clint Frazier, Jacoby Ellsbury comments? That's the only time that anything ever on this show, John Filippelli called me up and was angry with me about. So to say that they so were you think the comments control, were valid. Lying, I mean, you think they okay? were legit. You're then. trying to soften the blow. Oh, my, Michael, don't, don't, don't start. Don't start. Your phone call is over. There you go, folks. That's absolutely disgusting. Another embarrassing uh, just stance, another embarrassing position by Michael Kay when it comes to pick your topic. I mean, it doesn't even matter. I mean, pick your topic, whatever you want. That is disgusting. I'm embarrassed. And I hope the yes, ne- ne- the yes Network is paying attention there. Because you know what? When I think of pride, when I think of power, when I think of pinstripes, I don't think of that, that, that last minute. I really don't. It makes my stomach churn. I could have died. Anyways, let's let's try to put that ugliness behind us and talk about male cheer, cheerleaders in the NFL. So if you're tired of anthem protests, I got something for you. There are male cheerleaders scheduled for this year. Uh, yes, I said that right. Uh, let's see here. Let, let me let me read the story here. So first of all, I've long said that, you know, even female cheerleaders, which, you know, they're they're appealing to the male demographic, obviously, of a football game of uh, football fans. Uh, you know, I, the only time I even f- remember cheerleaders exist is when they put them right in their face as they're going out to a commercial or coming back from a commercial. And it's usually some like camera right in the chest of some, some, some cheerleader and like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like I could just imagine all the cat calls like in front of the cheerleaders or like some guy at the bar on like Saturday night being, like, yeah, hey, got tickets right in front of the flight crew. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, huh? <laughs> Let those pom poms fly. That conversation has definitely happened, so don't 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 even joke around. But so you know, I had male cheerleaders in my high school. Um, they were called lifters, and I swear it was just to get a. <laughs> This is terrible. I swear it was just to get a chance to just grab the, the, the women, the girls, and uh, look up their skirts. I mean, I realize it's, it's you know, a cheerleader outfit. I get it. It's not the same as an actual dress. But I, I think it was actually just a female interaction. Which, whatever. Yeah, good for them. You take it whatever way you can get it. I mean, I was a tough guy. I was on the basketball team. So, yeah, you know, man. Yeah, they shared my goddamn name when I scored a point. And I scored a ton of them. Yeah. yeah it was like five, six, seven points a game. Um... But at first, that's what I thought. I thought there would be lifters. Like, you see those guys in college. 
You see them in college basketball. You see them in college football. They lift the girls up. They're wearing the tight stuff. They and they they yell in the the little megaphone sort of thing. Okay, fine. You know, I don't know if the NFL really needs that, but. Who cares? That's not a big deal. So I'm reading here. NFL fans will see history made this season. It has nothing to do with what goes on between the goalposts. Oh, baby, you get the big money, David Williams of CNN. The Los Angeles Rams and the New Orleans Saints will have male cheerleaders dancing on their squads for the first time. Dancers Quentin Perrin and Napoleon Ginnies. That's a great name. Has been have been preparing for the NFL season. Is that Napoleon Ginnies? Is he in New Orleans? Is he like a direct descendant of Napoleon from the French Connection there? Uh, terrible. That wasn't funny. Since they made the Rams cheerleading squad in March. Oh, no, they both made that. So maybe read the article before you make the terrible jokes, Brian. Uh, still can't believe I'm one of the first males in history to be a pro NFL cheerleader. Jenny's tweeted after being s- selected. Other teams like the Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. So that I'm, I'm sure middle America, any place, especially Indianapolis Colts are just going to love that. Have stunt men. USA Today reported, but Perone and Ginny's will be dancing. Okay, so stuntmen, I, I get the feeling, are very much like I said, the lifters. Uh, which, you know, it's all... Oh, God. No one can answer a goddamn question. Everyone is just... Ugh, whatever. The the picture they show of Quentin Perone, he looks like one of those people in like the, the Kanye West model uh, things where he's just like some ragged... He looks like a crackhead with like the the just ragged clothing. Like I, I maybe that's from a different performance. I should say maybe that won't be actually used in the NFL thing. If you saw the picture that I'm looking at, I mean, he looks like a disheveled bum. I mean, it's it's like a half shirt, all dirty and whatnot. I can't imagine that's what he's going to be wearing in the NFL sideline because that is not going to work well. But other teams like the Colts and the Baltimore Ravens have stuntmen. But Perone and Jennies will be dancing, dancing. Why can I not say dancing? Dancing alongside their female teammates and doing the same moves. Uh, yeah, that's not going to work out well. That is going to be bad. There is going to be a lot of shame tweeting from the Dyches and the Bruce Arthurs when someone say, like, derogatory gay comments about these guys and, you know, everyone have to defend them. I mean, I've already you can already lay out the entire war plan right now. I mean, this is the first part. And then there's going to be the people mocking it. And then there's going to be the, the, the white knights that come to their saying, they, they're really giving spirit to the team. And then there's the fights. And then there's the shame retweeting. It's just, it, it, like I said, when Kirk Manahan, friend of the podcast, was on, I said, it's predictably exhausting. We already know what's going to happen. Why do this? I guess the NFL is looking at a sense, why do this? Because maybe people will watch. But I don't feel like the people that they've lost in the ratings are going to hear male cheerleaders or male cheerleaders mock, you know, the mocking of male cheerleaders. If that's really going to get them back to viewing it. I, well, let's keep reading, Brian. Yes, let's do that. Uh, Perone and James success inspired 25 year old Jesse Hernandez to try out for the New Orleans Saints sensations cheerleading team. Oh God. He told CNN affiliate KATC that his mom sent him a link with the story. She told him, it was my time to shine. The process has been great. Everyone has been really nice to me, and I can't wait to say, see where this goes. Well, I can tell you, Jesse, it ain't going to be good. That's where it's going. It's going to be bad. It's going straight to the bottom. I respect these people. It may not be my cup of tea in the sense of dancing and whatnot and, you know, just sort of ballet. And again, that is a world I'm not familiar with. So if I say this with some sort of pessimistic uh, tone, I'm guilty. I'm just being realistic here. If you're looking at this, this guy is, looks like a ballerina. 
um, Jesse Hernandez here, auditioned for the for the New Orleans Saints Saint Sations cheerleading team in April. I mean, he's got one leg on the ground and then two arms straight out. It is. Listen, I, I, I like to think I'm somewhat progressive in certain uh, senses of the word, but uh, football fans, eh, not so much. Yeah, that's going to be brutal. That is going to be absolutely fucking brutal. So maybe, you know what? I will say this. I will trade this. I will trade this for Anthem Talk ad nauseum. I, I will trade this now. You want to talk cheerleaders? I'll even take the cheerleader's side. I will say we need an all-male male cheerleading team. Instead of the anthem debates. I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. Can we just... I don't even want to talk about the anthem anymore. I get what people... People are trying to make a statement. I understand. But enough's enough. And finally, we'll end with this stupid debate. Which... It's a stupid debate. But you know what? I'm going to chime in with my stupid opinion. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So the Pizza Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. Yay. Have you guys ever heard a pizza debate on social media before? Oh, never? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, they get pretty funny and, and pretty, pretty crazy. I'll tell you that. Oh, God. So the Pizza Hall of, not the Pizza Hall of Fame. Jesus. The Pizza Museum. The Pizza Museum is opening. Uh, oh, geez. All right. I got, I got to watch this. Periscope. Hold on. I was just watching this this periscope that was incredibly uh, serious, insane, and most of all important. And I oh. But don't get me wrong. Oh. While we do and fight for a, pe- a peaceful resolution. <laughs> oh, general. I'm not going to play that entire thing. Anyways, so we were talking about the uh, pizza, not Hall of Fame, pizza museum. So first of all, do we need a pizza museum? I guess we do. We need to have a museum for everything, right? Why not? Why why the hell not? Who cares? Brian, what what do you give a shit if someone has a pizza museum? I don't know. Everyone else seems to care. But but here's the question. Where is it going to be located? Because there's different regional regional dialects, regional cuisine when it comes to pizza and every other food. But... What's one of the most unique pizzas there is? Chicago style. Let's have it in Chicago. Oh boy. Watch out. Watch out. Well, let's start the insanity. So the Pizza Hall of Fame is in Chicago, Illinois. And first of all, what is a Pizza Hall of Fame? Like, Jesus Christ. Pizza Museum. What is wrong with you, idiot? Pizza Museum. So there's no actual pizza there, by the way. I mean, talk about, you want to go to a food museum? You're going to walk out of there and want to eat like crazy. If I were smart, if I were smart, if, if they were smart, I am smart. I just didn't apply myself. Uh, if, if I was smart and I was in their position, Illinois doesn't have marijuana. I would open a dispensary, a bar, and a pizza place within two feet of that place. Because it would be huge for for uh, sales. Jeez, I can't even get the words out there. Um but I guess they're going to have toys, they're going to have historical things, they're going to have yada, yada, yada. I mean, I guess if I was in Chicago, maybe I'd do it. But I mean, again, if you're not tasting it, if you're not trying it, then what's the point of going to a pizza museum? So I went on Wikipedia here, or I, that's not true. I'm going on Wikipedia. Wikimedia? I don't know what that is. But let's see. Am I in the right internet connection here? No, of course. I'm on Xfinity Wi-Fi, so it'll go incredibly slow. So let's go here. Because here's the thing. I think a lot of people like to think, well, there's New York style. 
their Chicago style. Is there anything else? Well, let's go through it real quick. And I'm sure everyone's uh, just absolutely loving this portion of the show. And they, they're really happy that I waited for the end, especially after that crazy Michael K phone call. That guy can go straight to hell in a handbasket. Do not pass go up your ass, right? And I'm, I'm flicking off my neighborhood as I do that, which doesn't make any sense. But all right, let's see. Let's go to a pizza, the American style. Because so, the rest of the world, sorry, I'm a nationalist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, uh, I love my country. I'm not a nationalist. Let's, let's take that back, though. All right, pizza in the United States. So let's, let's start it from the beginning here. There's bar pizza. Known as Tavern Pizza. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to read all of it. There's California-style pizza with non-traditional ingredients. And I have said in this podcast before, the pizza out here in California sucks. It sucks a lot. Now, I don't really exp- – it is a large state, by the way. Uh, maybe Southern Cal- – I have still yet to gone to – yet to gone to? Yet to have gone to Southern California. So maybe the pizza is just banging out there. I don't know. Uh, Northern California, I have seen uh, poo-poo. A lot of poopy, a lot of caca. Not good. Uh, I've been told in San Francisco there is a few good places, but I have uh, not yet found them. Uh, I haven't even been to San Francisco. I've been here almost two years. I think I've been to San Francisco in the city of San Francisco twice, three times. So lady. Uh, yeah, a lot of times outside of San Francisco, like different areas around there. But in the city, of it's a hassle. It's a hassle, man. It really is, though. It's a fucking hassle. Just with parking and everything's so much more expensive. And it, you know what really sucks about being out here? It's not like the East Coast where, at least in Connecticut, you can jump on Metro North and you just go right into the city. Here, it's where I'm at. It's Amtrak or drive all the way there and traffic up the ass, as you can expect. And Amtrak, you know, it, it ain't exactly cheap and you have to get on and, you, and you, you know, if, you, if the train sold out, it's sold out. Excuse me. Oof. If it's sold out, it's sold out. You know, so that really pisses me off about being out here. I really wish there was some sort of commuter train. I really Any continuation. Oh God, stop it! Um, but that's that. But I, I'm told, and I, I, but I've still not yet had great pizza out here. Extreme pizza down the street? No, no, no. It's about a pound of grease and maybe some cheese and some ton of dough, but no. Uh, so Chicago style, and then the Chicago style, which again, people are mad. Oh, uh, it's like a, a cheese pie. And listen. Chicago style pizza is wonderful, but I will admit it is a uh, it is a delicacy that you can have every once in a while. You cannot have that consistently, or you weigh five hundred pounds. You will be Frank the Tank. It is not a pretty sight, and you will not want to post those pictures. All right, two by fours in the bathroom. That's all I'm saying. Detroit style pizza, pizza, which sounds poor. I'm sorry, you know they're synonymous right now, but I mean, you know, if we talked about Detroit style pizza in the fifties, I mean, it might be a little different, but. Uh, similar to Sicilian, thick, deep, okay, so it's, uh, whatever. Uh, grandma-style pizza, thin square. Greek pizza, we all know that. Uh, popular in New England, so maybe we don't all know that. Maybe maybe I know that, growing up in New England, where it's all squares. Uh, lots of feta cheese sometimes, and some Kamala olives. New Haven-style pizza. Oh, 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 New Haven, that goddamn Elm City. What a beautiful place. I only got my car broken into twice. Not a big deal. It was a good area, too. Uh, known as a beats. Uh, thin crust varies between the chewy and tender, depending on the popular uh, establishment. Uh, yeah, yeah, traditionally cooked in a coal-fired brick oven. New York-style pizza is similar in that sense. I think New Haven uh, darkens it a little more. And, uh, you know, I'm already getting bored of this conversation, this this subject, so I can't imagine you guys are that into it. 
So I'll quickly do this old Ford style pizza, which I've never heard of. It's in Pennsylvania. No one cares. Quad style pizza. Is that like the quad style DJs? Hi, <laughs> come on, ride that train. Uh, we all love that. That was a, that was one. Oh boy, come on, come on. Grab your lady, grab your lover, grab your baby. That's how we do it. Oh yeah, all the hits. Oh, do two nine o'clock. Oh, they're doing the top nine. Sicilian pizza, St. Louis style, tomato pie, Trenton tomato. Ooh, I know I got some New Jersey people here. So Trenton tomato pie, a circular thin crust of upside down pizza. I, I need to know something about that. Please, someone yell that at me. I'm looking at the quad city style pizza and it looks like absolute shit. It looks like, it looks like vomit. It does. It is not good. It looks like, that is, actually, let me make the picture bigger. Yeah, that's gross. That is not good. I don't want that. I, I, I don't want that in my life. I'm going to reject that. I am not going to swipe right. Look at me trying to use terms as if I even know what they mean or if I've ever done it. Swipe right. Is this podcast still going? Holy Christ. Anyways, uh, I think it's time to end this thing. Um, so I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I want you to uh, listen and leave a review. Come on. It only takes two seconds. You've listened. To, have you listened to this podcast more than like a few times? Get off your ass and do me a favor. I do this for free, okay? I'm not requesting any money from... I can start a PayPal account. I can start a GoFundMe and I can do it very quickly and ask for money for whatever. My, my domain fee for the year. Because <laughs> that's coming up soon. And I pay for that out of my own money, all right? I'm, I'm like a child here. I bought that ketchup with my own money! iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Leave a review for the... For the love of Christ, just leave a review. And uh, follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Uh, I love all of you. you. You guys are all great. You got two podcasts this week. I hope I can get you through the weekend. And you can do it. I know you can. Just get through it. And just so you can get to that Friday and start the drinking. Next thing you know, it's Sunday at 4 o'clock. And you say, what the hell happened to me? Yes. What the hell happened? But you're all great. Love you. And uh, next week, we will talk, we will, we, we will dance, we will dine, the whole deal. With all that being said, Arp!
come 